Texan whale. We got bronze online with us. This is BRB podcast with, uh, we got a special guest tonight there, bronze. We got Russell Armand with Saitama. Man, they Saitama group has been killing it. They are absolutely destroying it. You take a look at the past week, they are they are up six and a half percent. Have you seen that? Uh, that's six and a half percent actually for the day. For the week, they're up thirty percent. Thirty. Um, Bullish. You take a look. Bullish. Man, that thing is going to the moon. You take a look at the past two weeks. They are up seventy six point eight percent, almost seventy seven percent in a two week time. That is bullish. It's very bullish. Boom. Got out the little Vera. Yeah. Yeah, they are on fire. That is absolutely right. Um, you take a look at their ecosystem. They got the swap. They got pay. They got they got NFT. They got education. They are all over the place. Uh, Realty. They um, and they uh, they are ready to rock and roll. So Russell will be joining us in just a little bit. We're going to go ahead and kick us off. Bronze, how's your how's your week been going? It's doing all right. Um, yeah, little changes in life. Got a new position sort of this week, and uh, yeah, just getting acclimated. New position but, isn't the only thing you do. Crypto. Uh, yeah, that's half half my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, no BRB BRB is still BRB all day for me. It's just all day, every day, all day, all night. Who needs sleep? I don't know about you, well, but just, yeah, I wish uh, watching. Yeah, watching those charts all night long. Um, I mean, it's been Kurt State of the Union. I mean, it it has been awesome uh, to kind of see crypto turn around a little bit. Uh, yeah, you think it'll last or? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I well, a lot of people think there's it's gonna be a little fake out here and there, but um, at least at least we, we get to see some some motivation, some light. Um, I, I, I'm bullish either way. I, like my motto is, I am bullish in the bear market. When it's the bear market, that's when you build, that's when you accumulate, and when it's the bull market, you reap the rewards. So, yeah. That's where, where the millionaires are in the bear market. So that's why I am bullish. Man, that is intense. So are you the next millionaire? Are you the next billionaire? Uh, hopefully a millionaire at least. Uh, well, yeah, I think most of us will settle for that, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I think that overall, yeah, it's been a good week for most projects. Um, seems like the market all over the place today it's a little bit red, a little bit green, depending on what you're in. But uh, overall, say Tom itself is killing it. You know, they um, they got a strong future, and I, I'm sure that they're going to kind of bring bring the future to crypto uh, and kind of bring it to its knees. Right. So. I, I'm <clears throat> hopefully when um, Russell comes on board, I, I'd like to talk a little bit about the the Wolfcaster games because I'm, I'm a gamer at heart. Um, yeah, so um, I'm believe I believe in NFT gamings, and uh, I think that's another way of earning passive income. And I, yeah, I'm I'm ready. I I just know that as time goes on, it's 
it's going to catch up to the traditional gaming. And <laughs> traditional gaming is huge, right? It's a huge, huge industry. And yeah, we, we need to have the you know, NFTs uh, to, to really be adopted. And I believe it's going to happen real soon. That's right. I mean, in fact, that's one of our topics tonight is passive income. And uh, you kind of kicked us off into it. I think that overall, that's that is one way to leverage any type of funds that you have. I mean, you hear it all the time in traditional markets. You want to go ahead and make your money work for you. And one of those ways that you had mentioned was through the gaming. You can actually make a significant profit just stepping back, letting letting your funds do the work for you. Now, I know that you were actually in you were in Axie for a little while, right? Infinity, yeah. Uh, I made um, spent a lot of money too, man. You just imagine, like in the bull market, some of these those little digital Pokemon would cost you know two grand and up, and just. People would just farm and, and just earn SLP. Actually, SLP was a, a currency of pay. For example, in the Philippines, people were buying food and and all all you know groceries, you know, earning in the SLP. But uh, it wasn't sustainable and it was overinflated. But this is uh, a learning experience. Uh, we will find ways to. Uh, maintain sustainability in upcoming coming days and months yeah i think one of the more non-traditional ways that you'll find in the crypto space and this is kind of similar into life and um not too many folks do this but you do see it uh at many different levels and that is through nfts and you know collecting holding on trying to find where the reval- uh, the real value is and then kind of reselling. And uh, you kind of see that in, of course, the upper echelons with art and the world, the art world, right? But um, you also see it, of course, in like collectibles, like right, right behind you right now. I see that you got something up there. Uh, there it is. Yes. Yeah. You know, Action I feel figures. like... Yeah, there's there's money to be had in it as long as you're willing to invest, sit on it, and of course, resell. Take the time in to do that. Right. So there's um there's there's changes going on in in the NFT space. Uh, just uh, like for example, OpenSea offers a uh, royalty type, uh, like when when an NFT project uh, is released. Uh, once it gets traded in the secondary market, it's uh, the artist or the the owner of the project uh, gets a percentage, uh, a, a royalty. But <clears throat> what what we found out was it, it wasn't part of a, it wasn't automated. It wasn't part of a smart contract. OpenSea actually had to manually uh, pay out uh, the royalties, and right now it's not. Uh, as sustainable uh, to give out royalties. And so I don't know what to, you know, that was like the main incentive for these NFT artists uh, to put out their, their work out. So 
there's there's changes that's evolving. There's uh, ways right now where, like an affiliate type of market, if you provide an NFT collection to say like an influencer or a, a website that has a big following, the the influencer or that website can some form uh, receive uh, some residuals off of that. Yeah. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You know, the, the royalties overall, I think that they, what they're seeing is it's not what it was thought out to be. Um, and you have really have to have a solid NFT to be able to not only get those royalties, you need to have something that is moving around that is getting a lot of eyeballs on it. Uh, making those moves in between sellers to get the, that those royalties back over to you. And, um, you know, as they move from ownership to ownership, that's when you kind of really start to see those royalties come back to you. Overall, though, you know, it is just, it's, I don't know that they, the overall goal of the end game, it is not what it turned out or thought that it was going to turn out to be. Um, you know, they, Getting back to the passive income, of course, you have other ways to do this. Staking is another way to do it, right? Let you put your money in, get your 5, 10, 20, 30, dare I say 100, 1,000. I think the question is when you start to see returns in the thousands, do you need to be skeptical? Do you need to walk away? Is it, what do you think? Well, yeah, <clears throat> for me, I, I am in the search of crypto passive income. Uh, so far, it's hit and miss. I made money. I made money um, doing, doing this passive income play. But a lot of these, to be honest, a lot of these projects aren't sustainable. Um, it's either with, with a slow rug. It, yeah, so... No, for example, there's there was one project called Stable Fund, where basically, you know, you you de- you deposit money in. The project has a trader, and it would do uh, bot trading. You don't get the bot. You don't get the bot trading. You just whatever money that they make, you get a percentage out of it. Yeah, it lasted for a couple months and. Unfortunately, it's not as sustainable. But that's that's the, that's the name of the game. It's it's almost yeah. You're, you're you're kind of gambling. But I made money. Unfortunately, it's I wish it would be sustainable. You know, for years, but there hasn't been a project that's uh, that has lasted that long yet. Sure, sure. So it looks like we got someone to join us up here. Jay, oh no, he left. I think we scared him away. I think oh. the conversations here. Oh no, he's back. Jay, Jay, you want to unmute? Join us. Join us live. Talk about NFTs. We talk about passive income. What's what's your thoughts on the whole topic? Click to unmute. No, he's on. He's on his way. He's on his way. Okay, on his way. Yeah. Um. So, you know, I think that passive income certainly makes sense. It certainly makes sense to have your money work for you. But, um, you know, you take a look at staking, 
you take a look at the long run and it's a risk, especially in the space, but I feel like the risk pays off because when you have staking here in crypto, you are looking at an APY, an annual return of potentially in the hundreds um, versus traditional markets, which is, you know, six, seven, eight, ten percent if you're lucky. So mm-hmm. um, make your money work for you, but I feel like you could make your money go further uh, in crypto, you know, if you're willing to be smart about it. So staking. Now we talked about staking. There is uh, there's other things like reflections. Right. And I don't know if you've been a part of any of those projects that offered that bronze, but uh, I have. And uh, it works out. But, you know, a lot of cases, it's not uh, it's not as high as you know, I think you would like it to be. Right. You're seeing that you're getting a a one percent reflection, a two percent reflection. That's that's one percent of the overall sale. Right. Of the overall sale purchase exchange, usually depending on how they set it up, basically spread across all of its holders. So you're getting a fraction of that 1%. Uh, and, um, you know, I mean, if the, if the project's mooning, then, yeah, it's going to be big. But if you know, the steady flow, you know, it's, it is what it is. You have to hold on for the long haul to get that, those type of returns. What if you you increase your bag? What if you increase your bag during that? Does that increase as well? Yeah, I mean, it's it's as your bag increases, as your percentages hold. Yeah, that and you know, crypto guy. Yeah, absolutely. That that one percent does go a long way. There's no question about it. Um, You know, so I think that that is is something to consider. You know, and one percent. In the long run, you believe in a project, why not? Why not get that 1%? You're already there. You believe in a project. Collect while you're just sitting and holding, you know, hodling. So. Yeah. It, yeah, there, there is, there, there's some projects that I was in that was earning up to uh, 8% a day. Uh, I, I definitely made my money back and and then some, but again, as I said, it it wasn't sustainable, unfortunately. Uh, you, you had these pro- you had these projects called ROI DAP, where you put your money in, people, you know, you put it in the pot like a TVL, and then you know it's locked in there, but then you get percentage of that over time. But uh, some of these some of these projects. Uh, wasn't well thought out, and that that's fine. We're still we're still in the beginning, right? And the TVL would drain, and the well was dry, and that that was it. End of the project. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's a shame, right? And unfortunately, you see that you see that a lot in the space. You know where the 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 collapse and the the rebuild of new projects. You know. In our space, particularly, it's uh, it's very frequent. It's too frequent, um, but uh, I feel like we're we're getting more mature in the space. We're growing. Uh, we're getting the right eyes on it. I feel like we've turned the page. 
from FTX and Luna. Thank God. 2022 is behind us. We are looking forward here on out. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've been, I've been rugged so many times. <laughs> That's why for me, I, I do risk capital. I, I mean, I try to mitigate the risk. You, you have to, if not, you're going to get erect. And yeah. so, yeah, just that, that's cliche. Only, only put in what you can afford to lose. Um, and, you know, when I think about passive income, you really got to be active on, on that play. Really. It's, you got to watch out. You guys, if you see any red flags or some, some signs uh, of the project, if you know, you got to get, get your money out if possible as soon as you can, if you see some, if the project is going downhill, but definitely always uh, when you, when you earn your, your income, your, your passive stash that and, and wait for another, another project or basically you put that into, you know, some, some, some coins that you believe in Bitcoin, Ethereum, you know, that, that's my play. And that's the long game, right? So I feel like most of us see that Ethereum, the blockchain itself, whether it's Ethereum or whatever you're into, whatever blockchain you're into, you know, being the backbone and being the way to, you know, leverage that, those gains, those, those gains over a long period of time. But I think it would be no, it would be kind of investing in Coca-Cola in the early days. Uh, and I kind of feel like that's kind of where we are. But, um, you know, yeah. you know, getting back to kind of passive income, though, you know, another way to do it, of course, is through lending. And you can actually go through certain firms to lend your crypto, which is very risky. But uh, you're already risky. You're already crypto. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, to get some of those value back that's being lent. So if, the, if they're being, you know, charged for 8%, uh, well, then you get a a portion of that 8% back to you. I'm um, just using that as, as just, just an example, as an interest rate. But when you have a million dollars worth, $2 million worth, I feel like this is where you're really going to make those gains in the lending game. And um, margin lending, of course, is just, you know, man, margin, just margin anything. Margin yeah. investing is, man, you talk about risk, it is taking it to the next level. And you got to be very, yeah. very careful because you, you talked about getting wrecked. Yeah, there is no question about it. That is one yeah. way to get wrecked very quickly. It is also the one way to make money quickly. But just as the saying goes, easy money gained is easy money lost. So right. you know, I feel like you continue I, to leverage and leverage. Yeah, talking about lending, I tried it out. I tried it out just to see, you know, a couple of years ago. And uh, I, I use Celsius. I I borrowed against my Matic, some of my Matic, just just thousand dollars worth. And uh, yeah, it it was I was sweating bullets actually when um, because yeah, if it dips down to a certain range, uh, you you can you can it can get liquidated. And fortunately, it didn't. I was able to pay it back. And what was cool about it. You know, I was just trying to experiment, like, what's this lending about? This is not like traditional lending. You can, it's just like you can pay it any time. 
whatever, how, how much amount. And yeah, I thought it was kind of cool. So once I paid it off, um, I got my, you know, instantaneously Celsius got my Matic back. Once I got my Matic back, you know, I, I, I took, I took it out from Celsius. So, um, yeah, I, the reason why I liked Celsius back in the days was, man, it seems like it was a long time ago, but it was only a couple of years ago, right? But uh, I liked the, the, the percentage rate I was getting from uh, holding Matic in there. But then it, it adjusted. I, I don't know. I wanted to say it was like 15, and then it dropped to, I don't know, 11. But uh, that that point, you know, I moved my money out. Thank goodness I moved all my money out um Celsius, but you know just FY I didn't have everything in there. Uh, I just wanted to get that that percentage. You know, it's I, I still have mine in, in my cold wallet. So yeah. and unfortunately some of the people that we know uh you know it wasn't as savvy. Um you know it was it was locked in and and uh, the bank receipt uh went down. So uh, hopefully it, it'll resolve. It's, yeah, you know, I no, I, I mean Celsius. I mean that's that's just one of those sad stories. I feel like those a lot of the folks, a lot of the folks that had money in, it's you know it's in a holding pattern, and hopefully you'll be able to get it back, right? Right. Hopefully those individuals will be able to get it back. I was speaking to Panos. Panos, if you're online, shout out to you. I was doing about 90 miles an hour down the road while trying to text you on TG. Um, and we, he had asked, you know, how long, uh, Panos is, is with Saitala, by the way, uh, how long are, have you been in? And, uh, you know, I told him, and he, you know, he, rel- not re- he's not relatively new because anyone that's been in it for a year or more, when you take a look at, all that you have learned and, and kind of learned over the past year. You talk about the education, talk about, they say that crypto time, you know, is 10 times the amount of normal because it's trading 24 seven, right? Uh, or I guess it's seven times normal, but um, it, it just is, uh, it, it's what you're learning at this point is how to not only get those diamond hands, because if you're here listening to this right now, there is no doubt about it. You've got those diamond hands. You've earned it, right? Now, if this is your first day in crypto, well, welcome. Maybe you got in a really good time. This is a low point. And if you start to see these huge gains, if you are coming from a traditional market where you saw 10% in the year and you thought that that was a good year. Well, hold on to your seatbelt here because you are going to lift off. You're talking about hundreds, thousands, 10,000s, dare I say, of gains. So Definitely. I mean, yeah. you and I, we made money. We made money on, on, on the bear. Boom. Uh, I mean, I remember like Matic, for example, I, I got in Matic at, at three cents and then it, it took off at the, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, all the, all the, I, I don't want to say old time, old time <laughs> projects. Cause I feel like, holy crap, it wasn't that long ago, but like Tron or like, you know, I remember when Avalanche first came on board and, you know, it wasn't that long ago. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Avalanche is a top 20 
You know, Tron is top 17. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely yeah. insane how quickly you can go up. And right. when you take a look at some a project like Saitama that has all of this value that they're building in, they're, they're, the roadmap is clear, and they're building for the future. It's just it, – it's only up from here, folks. Uh, right. You know, so – but um, – yeah, I, I want to know more about Seda Realty. Oh man! Uh, yeah, I mean, I see Seda Swap, Seda Pay, Fang, Seda Realty, and and the games. Those that, that's what's cool about this uh, project. It has many components, and you can choose your flavor, choose what what you like. And yeah. when you have an ecosystem, that's gonna make the project so much stronger. Um, so. That that's the meta. Uh, I, like I said in previous episodes, uh, other projects. Uh, you know, if a project doesn't have its own ecosystem, there'd be other uh, collaborative efforts. Other projects collaborating, uh, and it, for it as to grow together, as to be a part of an ecosystem. Uh, that that's that's one way of of, of really like really going up uh, in the charts. So, um, yeah. yeah, so big ups to uh, Saitama for that. And, yeah, I can't wait to, yeah. to, to find more, more about that. You know, and, and it's a good balance for them, too, right? Because when you take a look at some of the projects, what will happen is they will over-leverage themselves. They will go ahead and spread, spread themselves so thin that they cannot manage all of the directions that they're going. We don't see that with this group. And uh, with this project, it's obviously well managed. It's well thought out, and uh, you know they're doing the right thing. And as far as checking them out, right, you definitely want to check them out SaitamaToken.com if you haven't already. So, looks like we got like someone else who wants to join us. You, uh, this is Ribzu. You want to join us up on the stage? Oh man. <laughs> I don't know if it's you or me scaring them out. No, yeah, because um, I, I know we, we tweeted out that, that invitation. Yeah, well, <laughs> join us. It's like finding yeah, the golden yeah. ticket. If you can find the golden ticket out there, go ahead and join us up on the stage <laughs> if you want to. You got something to say? Say it's just keep it PG, folks. Ooh, right. So, uh, yeah, um, I want to mention with, with Crypto Guy saying uh, the biggest red flag, you know, is 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 no transparency. And that's... That's what I've been seeing. Oh man! So, so there's a couple of like projects. The like I was saying earlier, projects similar to uh, Stable Fund, where you don't get the bot, but the project has the bots. They're trading, and you you know basically you, you put in your 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 money in, so they use that to to use for trade capital, and then you get a return back, but man, there's like, for example, there was this one, I don't even want to say their name, but they reached out to an influencer and they raised 2 million in less than 24 hours. Uh, BSUSD. I mean, the guy was from Canada. He, he sounded, he sounded legit, but the thing is he wasn't KYC. He wasn't showing his face on camera. But uh, yeah, he raised two million 
and he was gone. Yeah. And yeah. that I didn't put money into that. And now it's just, yeah, full transparency, just like what Crypto Guy says. You, you got to have that. You got to at least show your, your face. And I mean, that's what we're doing. So, yeah, no doubt. We got nothing Absolutely. to hide. Yeah. 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 One, one, 1,000 X. Right. Uh, there's no question about it that, uh, you know, Seda Realty is pumping. It's hot. They, uh, they put the time and the effort to think it out, to get it out there and do it right. Um, when you take a look at what you have in the traditional markets and then how we're executing upon them in the crypto space, I feel like we're, we're way far ahead of what traditional markets are doing. I mean, we have, we have a younger, stronger crowd. We have open-minded individuals that are taking us to the next level. We are leveling up. Um, and there's no doubt about it. Crypto is the future. Blockchain is the future. And uh, projects like Saitama is the future. You know, so you know, we, were, uh, we were talking about passive income and getting kind of back to it because well, we digress. Um, you know, you have, you have other things like mining. That is another good way of doing it. Now, this was kind of overtaken by a lot of the folks that got in early. But if you take a look at the, the price value now, this is no different than it was, call it, four, four years ago, three years ago, right? I can remember back in, you know, when, when it dipped during, well, that was just bad. But, uh, you know, when we had COVID kicking off and it brought us down into not even the mud, we were underground and you had a lot of mining opportunities out there. You take your money, you invest into the equipment, you invest into the infrastructure. It's just another way of turning your cold, hard cash, cold, hard crypto into more. So, yeah. um, I can attest you know. to that. Remember Helium? I bought that Helium miner. I do remember Helium. Yeah. Are they still around Helium? Uh, they had? <laughs> but... I made my money. I made my money. I I spent uh two hundred dollars for that miner and uh yeah, I just I'm I made nine hundred, you know. Yeah. Helium. Let's see if they are still around. Well, they're top yeah. one hundred. <laughs> top one hundred. Let's see how they're doing for the year. Yeah. I'll be back. Hold on. Yeah. No, uh, so it looks like uh, helium overall, yeah, they did just like the rest of us, but they are bouncing back just like the rest of us. So, um, you know, just something to just something to consider here. You know, I just feel like overall, it is uh, it's the way to go. You have all these ways to do passive income, and uh, it's it it can be fruitful for for you. Now, now you always have the other way that play it. Uh, kind of do the day trading, get in and get out. Of course, it's always best to find that one project that's for you. You know, someone said lack of transparency. Uh, that is definitely something when you're taking a look at projects you want to avoid. There's no question about it. 
right? You don't have projects um, like uh, Saitama, who is, you know, they're, they're out there. They're getting their faces out there. Those are the type of projects that you want to kind of follow, right? You take a look at uh, BRB. We're getting out there, right? We want to make sure you feel comfortable with us. You feel comfortable with our personalities, who we are, our message, and our messages need to be clear, right? And this is kind of kind of the temperature that you need to take of the space. So, yeah, it's yeah. I I know I I, I rented to Texan Will um, over the weekend. It's just some of these projects that you know had potential, but the the team is not as uh, transparent and they're not organized. They're not very business. Like in some, some of these projects are, are, are unprofessional. And it was just, when I, I tell Texan whale, it's just like, we, we have the potential of, you know, like we are more, much better organized uh, than some of these, it's just so so amateurs, and yeah, I just yeah, right. it's, it's and we don't want to talk about that project because we don't do that here. But uh, but I hear you. You're right. Um, and and unfortunately, it's a lack of I don't want to say education, but it's a lack of experience in the corporate environment, right? And uh how one should present how one not even present right because i just feel like yeah shaking hands kissing babies is a bunch of if you're a sales guy you're a sales guy and that's cool and if you're a sales guy out there we love you we need you but um it's a skill you know it's a skill uh crypto bronze and i bronze and i are more about uh getting it done service oriented right and um you know we come from a very large uh, healthcare organization, and we kind of grew up in the space, corporate environment, and those skills. Then, and you take a look at the skills that the folks at the top of Saitama they have that right. They have the driving force to bring them to the next level, and that's that's crucial. It's important. You take a look at other projects; they have it, but you can tell because they're the first ones to get out there and tell you how it is and what the project looks like. You have that cloak and dagger nonsense. It's it's not the way to go. It just isn't. So, no. so I hear you, Ron's good points. We're gonna we're gonna transition this. We're gonna talk about NFTs, some of the good stuff. Russell, if you're out there, we hope you're okay. We hope everything's okay, Russell. If you can hear this, Morse <laughs> code. What's up? Let us know. Anyways. We're waiting. We'll wait. What's up? So, Shout out to Crypto Bro. Crypto Bro. Yeah, what is up, Bronze? What's up, Bronze? Man, you, uh, I know Crypto Bro in another computer, uh, community, and he said he was young. I, I didn't believe him, but if that's his face right there, yeah, dang, he's, he's young. He, he got a bag. He got a bag of stuff. <laughs> Damn. And he's a BRB holder. Shout out to him. And why not start young? You know, I think that, um, you know, now's the time to do it before regulations kick in, before it requires you to KYC, uh, you know, 
why not get in now? Get in now, learn the space. You know, uh, folks like Connor, I mean, he is, man, he's a future. I mean, everyone in the room right now is a damn future because we know where the space is going. We know where it needs to be. Um, so, but getting back to NFTs, you know, we were talking about NFTs. We thought that it was important to bring it up. Obviously, Saitama has their NFTs. We have our NFTs. You know, we're using our NFTs as utilities. Um, I know that that, I feel like, is the next iteration of NFTs. You hear it all the time. But I don't want to discount the traditional NFTs because I know, and, and we've talked about this bronze, right? U- utility NFTs is the future. There's no question, right? Yep. You have the ability to take something and use it as a key. We're using it as a membership mechanism. You get this in NFT, you have our membership. This is similar to some other projects, uh, but we're leveraging it for buying and selling, you know, traditional products and, and, and digital products. Um, but the traditional NFTs, it's not going away. Uh, I mean, that's my take on it, Bronze. What do you, what do you think? No, it's, it's true. Um, but I'm already looking forward to like the next iteration of the NFTs, but, uh, I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit, but yeah, traditional NFTs is, is still, is still a thing. Uh, you have uh, like companies like Starbucks, which I, I have like that membership where like auto reloads when I need to buy more coffee, but they're coming out with an NFT and it's going to be on the Polygon on, on Matic. So I, I, I joined the, the waiting list and hopefully uh, I, I get one, get an, uh, whatever it is, an NFT, Starbucks NFT. And that's going to really s- set things off because there's so many Starbucks customers out there, right? So the way I'm seeing it is they're going to have within their own uh, marketplace within the, you know, the Starbucks app and you can buy and sell and trade because I remember, I mean, people, uh, I would know people would collect Starbucks mugs, you know, have the city edition or whatever. So I'm thinking that's going to be the next, uh, the phase, uh, you know, in the digital, or maybe if you, Collect a certain amount, um, you, you get a, another tier of membership within when Starbucks or you, you get a discount on, on, on buying coffee or things like that. Because you're already like earning stars when you buy an X amount of Starbucks and then you can use those stars for a discount on, on your next purchase. So I'm thinking that's going to be, they're, they're going to do that. I mean, it's the whole collector thing and they, they have a wide customer, customer base is immense in the world. And yeah, that yeah, that's that's gonna be the next. That's gonna be the thing. That's gonna be really like the mass adoption uh, once once they get that going. So I don't know when that's coming no. out. Hopefully this year. I mean, I you you talk about rewards, a reward system, right? That's built into the utility of the NFT, and this is this is kind of our spin on things too, right? So, so we have our BRB Cash, which is a reward system for buying and selling, right? And what that's doing for us is basically creating holders, right? Because when you think about someone who is, say, holding a particular value, whether that value be um, 
I want to go ahead and get a haircut, right? You go in, you hand a card, they, they, they clip it off, right? You're holding on to that value until you get that 10th star, right? Think of it as a reward system that we're basically creating bag holders with. Now, eventually, yes, they're going to go ahead and leverage those rewards and get that free haircut. Now, we're offering much more than that. But, you know, I, the way that we envision it is as you purchase and you collect the rewards, the rewards being, say, 2% on the sale or purchase, you you can use that 2%. If you're buying something $1,000, yeah, it's fairly significant, 20 bucks in your pocket. You can leverage it to buy, I don't know, whatever. Whatever it is, it turns you on. But most likely, you're holding on to it until you're ready to leverage it. Uh, and that's kind of our spin on the reward system. Um, but it, it is interesting to hear that there are projects that are leveraging NFTs in that manner. So, you know, NFTs, yeah. I, I, there's, there's a lot more than just the fact that it is a photo or a picture or a GIF or a 3D NFT, right? So Yeah, this is what I see. I mean, like um, insurance or, or like uh, property deeds uh, as an NFT form, and there'll be a marketplace where you can just, you, you purchase that and you own that because you have the deed in NFT form. Uh, is this what state state of realty is doing? Um, I want to find out. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, that's that's next level right there. Um, yeah, but that's that's a good point, right? Because when you take a look at things that are tangible, right, things that you you own, right, whether that is property or a car or a boat. I love my boat, but um, yeah. I feel like what you what you want is that NFT that shows ownership, right? And if it is a document of sorts uh, or some tangible item, it's something that you could very easily also transfer to someone that gives you ownership and that attachment to that physical real world item. Now, I feel like there are plenty of laws that need to be put in place for something like that. But, man, could you imagine? That's pretty damn cool. Yeah. So. I, yeah. I, I can't wait till that happens. I don't know why it's not happening yet. Maybe waiting for regulation or I, I know there's smart people out there. I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, if we thought about this, um, I'm sure there's people that's already thought about that. Well, it's the normies, right? It's the normies don't get it. The 95% doesn't understand, right? That's what makes everyone in the room right now unique. That's what makes everyone in the Saitama community and every other project that is out there unique. So, damn the normies, I agree. But we got to get the normies on board, Thank you, crypto guy. <laughs> yeah, but, crypto uh, guy yeah. says it's. He says it's limited, though. Nearly nobody wants to take a crypto payment from me. Well, what are you? What are you selling there, crypto guy? You selling Shiv? You selling Doge? You selling ETH? 
USDC, what are you selling? Bitcoin. The problem is when you take a look at CoinGecko as an example, CoinGecko, not a shout out, no affiliation. There's thousands. What we need is if we are talking about crypto as an asset class, then we need to narrow it down. What the problem is, and Bronze and I were talking about this the other day, is you have other use cases. And those use cases are not asset class. And when you take something that is more of a utility, how do you tax that? I mean, if you have something in, in real life that forms as a function, how do you tax it? It's not a token. It is not a dollar bill. There is some sort of function along with it, and it's the utility class crypto projects, I think, that is sending the folks in Senate, in Congress, at least here in the United States, right? The question mark, well, how do we do this? It's it's very complex. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Bronze? Yeah, it is very complex. Uh, I don't even want to think about that. But it, it has to come. Um, uh, there, there might be like a universal, yeah. You know, with the with the G six, they're they're mustering up something. They're, they're they're trying to make an agreement. But yeah, it is all coming down to taxes. It's all coming down to countries' taxes. They want to get they want to get a piece of the pie. You know, so. Connor, aka Crypto Bro, says, just wait a couple of years, every company will probably take payments from a known coin. Yeah. Well, it's possible, right? I mean, you walk into, you fly, walk in, go into an airport, fly across country, uh, and then take that plane and fly anywhere in the world. When you land, you can go ahead and transfer any type of currency to any type of currency. Right. The biggest Western Union in the world are found in airports. Now, they're going to take a percentage of that. And frankly, you're able to go into traditional banks and do the same damn thing, at least some. Right. That offer those type of services. But, you know, they're, they're going to take a big cuts. Now, crypto is no different. There's no question about it. But you have to find the ones that are legit. You have to find the ones that are not, at least here in the States, a big one right now, big concern is money laundering. And when we were talking to our lawyers about uh, how we want to implement our project and how we want to go ahead and ensure that there are ways that they cannot launder the money because as soon as we become a utility for that, we're, we're shut down. We got people coming, knocking on our doors, locking us up, and then they're taking bronze away because, well, I've already left the country, bronze, sorry. But, sorry, sorry, no, no, that's not true. I'll I'll send you a postcard. (laughs) But the thing is, money laundering is happening now without crypto. Well, but it's also highly illegal. Yeah. Right? And if you get caught doing it, well, it's over, you know. And you see that with, uh, you know, organized crime, 
Um, being from New Jersey myself, uh-oh, not Texan <laughs> whale, Jersey whale. I'm a New Jersey whale. Is that how that works out? Uh, moved down here, uh, promised land, Texas. And, um, you know, organized crime, it's a thing. And you see it, and it's rampant. But you see it down here in Texas, too, right? And organized crime is everywhere. Money laundering is everywhere, and it needs to be stopped, at least here in the States. I mean, it is what it is. Oh, no. Connor is from Jersey as well. You know how you know someone is from New Jersey? They don't say they're from New Jersey. They say they're from Jersey. Oh, there you go. Official. Connor, you're from Jersey for sure. Uh, happy to have you on board. Nice to meet you, brother. Anyways, um, so, yeah, we have that. I mean, there's a lot in the space that needs to mature. Now, I think the question is, and we talked about this in the past, do we stick with something that is kind of decentralized or do we move something that is centralized or is there a happy medium? I, I would have to say happy medium. Um, yeah, decentralized. I, I, in a, I would prefer decentralized, but giving with all the all these rugs, and people are getting burned. I mean, you you would have to be experienced in, in to play this type of game. There, there's these rug plays, yeah, definitely, but you have these people that are uneducated investors and uh yeah they are getting wrecked and but they're gonna learn quick so decentralize the way i see it centralize finance or centralized systems companies they're gonna leverage uh the technology they're gonna have a little bit of decentralization to it or they're gonna apply the, the, the crypto the blockchain technology I think that's what's yeah. going to happen because there's too much rugs. Regulation is going to happen. So, yeah, it's a wild west out there. Well, I mean, not as wild as it used to be. And you have to report, right? It's tax time is here, at least here in the States. And I'm sure it is everywhere else that is at least in the G6, G7, whatever, G20. Well. But, um, you know, got to report, and it, you take a risk if you don't. So it's not exactly the Wild West. And I, I, I do love the, the kind of the thought of it still being there because we, we really are in a lot of instances, but we are moving towards regulation. A lot of regulation is already in place. So, you know, it's just something to be mindful of if you're just getting in the game. Don't think that you can get away with it, especially if you're starting out in a centralized exchange. If you're starting out in a centralized exchange, your money is already being recorded. And if you offload it into decentralized, well, they're going to know where you were last. But guess what? Ledger is ledger. They're going to be able to see your hops along the way. So be very mindful of it. Just understand that... Why is in part ledger important for governments? It is. It's. It, they're saying they're not interested. They don't want it. Baloney. They 
absolutely want it because they want to trace every transaction that you're doing. No better way than to do it on the blockchain. So, All right. And so from, from here on out, it, it's, we have the, the trading bot, what I was talking about trading bot as a service. There's no way of tracing because they have to offload uh, the, the, the money on, on off chain and then put it, put it into the, the, the trading bots. From what I found out, that's, that's untraceable. So, Wait a second. Not financial advice, folks out yeah, there. Just not financial advice. <laughs> so um, be careful out there. Yeah, watch out for for those types. Yeah, um, yeah. Th- those types won't 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 pass the audit. Uh, and yeah, if they won't pass the audit, I would. Uh, uh, yeah, I would move away. I would avoid it. Yeah. 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 I mean, unfortunately, it's the world we live in, right? And it goes back to transparency. It goes back to getting out there. If you are part of a project and you do not know the people that are leaving the project, you can't see them coming out there at the very least and doing web, uh, you know, kind of webcam, whatever, podcasts, AMAs. They're not getting their face out there. I would say be wary of it because, uh, you know, but it's my take. Um, and I don't know, it's, uh, I think it's just the right way to do business. Understand that we're here for you. And our project is our baby. And if, if we're not here to introduce you to it and make you feel comfortable with that, then something's wrong. Something isn't right. So. I want to uh, maybe next episode, maybe we can uh, share the screen of our the, the tokenomics and because yeah, it's it's to me it's genius, uh, you know. So shout out to you, Texan Will, for creating a, a good Boom. tokenomics and system. Uh, but yeah, I'm tired of these ruggers and I'm tired of the unprofinite professionalism and. I, I think we we get we had the right ingredients. We you know we're we're just getting out there more. Uh, yeah, we we're continuing to to grow uh, our community. So if you guys yeah. guys watching, check us out on brbinc.us. Do it, do it, do it. Market yes, new marketplace. Yeah. So, you know, a um, little bit about us. You made it this far. Why not hang out for a little bit longer? Right. So what do we do? We are we are Web3 Marketplace. Um, we normally uh, on these type of broadcasts, we don't. We, we, we want we want the, the folks coming out here to talk about their projects, because what we've seen over the years, years years is that everyone that comes into the space comes into the community rooms and chats they're always kind of out for themselves well i don't know about you guys but i'm tired of it and i feel like we we talk about this where we are truly stronger together and when you have situations like what we went through last year the only way we are going to survive is together otherwise we're dying alone so it's important for us to get together, bring the communities together, 
And honestly, when you do that, we can actually identify value to kind of join forces. Who knows? You know, one project, two, three become many. So Hazel Eyes, you just joined us live. You want to, you got something to say? You want to come on board? Hazel Eyes, you are live. Floor is yours. Mel? Shy. He or she. He or she. I mean, Hazel Eyes could go either way, I suppose. I have Hazel Eyes. You can't tell. It's because of the glasses. Oh, they've turned their... Turn it off. But I do have hazel eyes there, bronze. I can't tell. Uh, I don't, blue eyes. I thought, yeah, I thought, it, yeah, blue, I thought it, oh, yeah, blue eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, old blue eyes. I don't know anything at all about old blue eyes. Maybe Connor does. Good old Sinatra. I don't know anything about Sinatra. I'm from Texas. Um, you know, so, anyways. Uh, yeah, so our marketplace, yeah, that's kind of what we're focusing on. Check us out. We have our demo going. And, uh, you know, Russell, man, where where are you? Hope you got our messages. I know that Ray was reaching out to you. Um, maybe uh, you join on the next one. Maybe you join us on a Saturday. Whatever is easiest yeah. for you. You know, Saitama community, Saitama crew, man, Wolfpack. Welcome. Thank you for joining us tonight. Oh, and uh, listen, one one more thing. So we uh, we got a lot going on in our space, and uh, what we're about moving forward is, man, we are about sex. That's right. C-E-X. We are about to go live on a C-E-X. So more to come on that. Oh, Boom. Our first CEX. Uh, and uh, just gets us, you take a look at our roadmap. We are right on course. Gets us right where we need to be uh, for the future. So, Russell, join us. Come out. We hope you're okay. St. Thomas Wolfpack, man, we love you. Always have. We've been following you since day one. Well, day seven but strong super strong so boom bronze anything else to say to these folks these fine folks out there yeah thanks for hanging out thanks for hanging out guys uh hope hope you guys catch us next week on here every thursday that's it yeah we got uh we got a few lined up for you um so Come on boards and uh, join us. All right, guys. Rons, have a good night. All right. Say time crew. Have a good night. Peace. Later. Peace.